Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. I am recording on Sunday, per usual. Yesterday, I thought of recording, and if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you'll see I posted a video. I thought of getting ahead and recording the podcast earlier, so that way today, I only had to like meal prep and go to the gym and do all the other things I had to do and have a free day. Pero I live in the rancho, if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) Sometimes you can hear the roosters in the background, but not only were the roosters fighting last night at like 8 p.m., but some of my neighbors also decided to have parties last night. And it just happens that every time I say I'm going to get ahead, I'm going to record, somebody has a party, there's some noise, someone starts cutting the grass. So you know what? I think it was just the universe telling me to rest because I've been so go, go, go. So I had a super wild Saturday night. I had a bowl of cereal. I had two melatonin gummies. Y luego dormí bien rico. So I finally feel rested. I'm going to try to go to sleep earlier during the week because lately I've been going to sleep like at 11 or 12. And for me, that's really late. I'm used to going to bed like at 10 and waking up early but lately I've been running around and I don't like the feeling of being rushed every morning I try to like slow down I don't know it doesn't matter what time I wake up I just if I know I have time I slow down if I know I don't have time I'm rushing so there's no in between because I always end up getting to work at the same time but ahora quiero irme más temprano because lately there's been a lot of traffic and there's more people I feel like a lot of people are back to their offices So parking is always a mess and I can't be stressing myself every morning like that. I want to do better and I need to stop scrolling on freaking TikTok. It's addicting. I was doing so good for a while and then I went on vacation and I just been really like attached to my phone and like answering my DMs and lately I've been trying to put my phone down and just walk away. It doesn't work. (laughs) But this week is a new week and I want to be a better person because, I don't know, I'm having a good day and I just feel like I could be better and I need my sleep. So that's a non-negotiable for me. Speaking of non-negotiables, so as you know, I am single. Um, I've tried dating on the dating apps on and off and I told myself that I wasn't going to go back on them. But then I went back on them and it had been pretty dry, but... I started to really try to try because sometimes I have them and me da hueva, me da hueva, I don't want to care, I don't care about your favorite color or like your cheesy pickup line, but it's such a weird time in dating right now that a lot of people that I know that are single are on the dating apps because I don't know, either the pandemic changed the way we socialize Also, I am older. I'm 33 now. So, you know, most of my friends are married and all their friends are married. And it's just a weird time to be single. And I'm okay with being single. I love being single. I love going to bed. Nobody's stressing me out. But this is so una compañía. So I'm like, let me give dating apps like a 500 chance. So I did. I was on them and I kind of changed my luck around. I was getting messages and matches and I was being more active and like trying to hack the system without without paying for Hinge. 
And I matched with this guy last week. I didn't tell you guys in the last podcast because I wanted to see how the date went because I've been a little very open on my podcast about dating and the dates I've been on. But I want to, like, also respect someone's privacy. Before, I was able to not tell somebody about my podcast, and it was fine. Now I kind of have to be upfront because this is the package that you're signing up for. This is a subscription that you're signing up for. If you can't like me at my podcasting, then I it's not going to work out, okay? So I, I'm very upfront about having a podcast. I, I don't say, like, hi, my name is Melina, I have a podcast, but, you know... When they ask you what you do on your weekends, this is how I spend my weekends. Like I do stuff and then I have to set a time to record my podcast and that's just the way my life is. So you, I have to be upfront with people. In the beginning, I didn't want to because I'm very vulnerable on this podcast. So that adds like a layer of confianza que tengo que tener con alguien that I'm dating. Anyways, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I'm just giving you a background of my dating life. <laughs> so I'm, I match with this guy conversation was good and I'm trying to really be open-minded and not be so picky because a lot of my friends say I'm picky but also a lot of my friends have been married for like 10 plus years so yes I'm talking about you guys that are married (laughs) so they haven't been dated in a long time and it's hard to relate to those friends because when they dated life was different like 10 years ago I was dating and it was fun. Now it's so different, but everybody that I talk to that's around the same age as me is having the same problem. So I don't feel alone. So if you're also going through that, don't feel alone. So the conversation started this way. I liked his picture. He responded to one of my prompts. My prompt was, tell me about dot, dot, dot. And I put your ideal date. And I thought it was a good question because you could kind of see if the guy's trying to take you to Chili's or not, or what type of guy he is. Is he fun? Is he boring? Does he want to just go for a walk? Like, si fueras perrita. (laughs) I've had that. And I get so offended when, like, we should just go on a walk. Like, what? Ni que fuera perra, wey. So his response was, my ideal first date is nothing fancy, to be honest. And right off the bat, I was like, great, he's cheap. (laughs) Somewhere we can talk at a regular volume and not be having to scream at each other to hear each other speak. Skipping dinner and grabbing dessert like an ice cream or a cookie. Just a cookie? Yo quiero como seis. Something we can eat without the pressure of quote-unquote dinner, you know? Then if you are feeling each other's vibe, we'll schedule dinner. And that alone, I was just like, ew. Really? And I, first of all, I didn't say, what's your ideal first date? He read it wrong. I just put, what's your ideal date? So the response kind of turned me off just because I'm thinking to myself, we are 30 something years old. We're not 16. A cookie date or an ice cream date are not really cool. I know some of my friends do like, like a more casual date, but I would rather do like an activity. I don't know. My time is valuable and I don't have a lot of it to just give to anybody and going out for a cookie or an ice cream are not really my ideal dates. I know some people it's different, but for me, that's what it is. And I thought to myself, let me let this guy redeem himself. So he asked me, what's your ideal date? And I said, I'm going to a good restaurant. I'm a total foodie and getting a nice craft cocktail while people watching. And then he responded with, I can work with that. And we just kept the conversation going. 
And I thought to myself, okay, he saved himself. Like, maybe he's new to dating or whatever. Anyways, I gave the guy a chance. We talked for like a day and a half. Then he said, hey, we should grab dinner. So I told him what day I was free. He was also free that day. And we planned a date. He told me, hey, I'll let you know where we go. I'll make sure they have craft cocktails. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so impressed. We kept talking. He really liked to text a lot. I'm not a big texter when it comes to like dating because... I don't want to run out of stuff to say on the first date. I don't know. Like, I mean, I I ask questions, but not like deep conversations. I don't like having conversations like that over text because sometimes you meet the person in person and it's not the same feeling and you, you start falling for someone over text and they're this perfect person, but then you meet them and you're not even attracted to them or they're weird. Anyways. I don't like to text a lot. He liked to text a lot. He was like texting me these long messages and I would respond with like a sentence and he would send me like paragraphs. So our date was on Sunday. So we talked, I think, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And in between the conversations, he asked me like, what are your red flags or something like that? And he said that he didn't know if this was a red flag or not, but that he likes his women to dress feminine and that he'll tell his partner like what to wear and I'm thinking to myself like this is kind of machista am I reading too much into this and you you start second guessing yourself but no more second guessing trust your gut girls because you guys are always right my gut is usually 99.9% correct and he said that and it kind of turned me off but the date was already the next day So I didn't want to cancel and I'm like, maybe he just doesn't know how to talk. (laughs) Me still trying to be open-minded, okay? Pero me dio machista vibes and I told him like, well, one thing about me is I don't like being told what to wear, what not to wear. And I'm like, you don't have to worry about that. I'm a little fashionista y yo me visto bien. So Saturday night approached and he hadn't told me where we were meeting, but I was waiting to see if he said anything and he didn't. And I don't like asking people, so are we going on a date or not? But he did mention something like, tomorrow when I meet you, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, hey, by the way, what time are we meeting tomorrow? I'm free after five. And he's like, okay, six works. I'm sorry, I thought I told you this restaurant. I made reservations for us. And I was like, sas, ya se hizo. Y the next day, we didn't really talk in the morning because obviously we were meeting later and I was busy doing podcast stuff. We meet... um, He looks like his pictures. He is a little taller than me, not much taller. He's a little awkward when, like, I got I got to the restaurant before he did. And then we met at the door, said hi, came in. And I'm a good time, okay? Like, you guys know I like to talk. And you could tell he is very shy and his voice was he's very soft-spoken like when we initially met he didn't even like smile at me and I smiled I'm like hey and he just kind of looked at me (laughs) but I don't know I don't know the guy so maybe he just doesn't have facial expressions or he got too much Botox where he can't move no sé anyways we get in the restaurant we sit down we're talking he's a little awkward but some people are shy in the beginning I was a little awkward in the beginning too I'm sure because when you feel the energy of someone when you're there and it's not like inviting and it's kind of like, I don't know. I felt like he was trying to hold back to like be himself. No sé. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but we're we're talking, we order our food, we order our drinks. And we were talking about our names and how we got our names. 
I said, oh, my dad named me and blah, blah, blah. And at school, they used to like say my name wrong. And I said this name. And then he's like, oh, that's my ex-girlfriend's name. Or that's my ex's name. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> was that necessary? But I'm like, a mejor se le salió toda la extraña. Sabe que, verdad? And then we keep talking and like, I'm talking about podcasts and how I used to listen to crime podcasts. And he's like, why are girls so obsessed with that? My ex used to always listen to that. And I'm just thinking like, are you serious, bro? And I didn't know what to do. I was eating my enchilada. I wanted to say, does she like enchiladas too? <laughs> and I just, there wasn't chemistry there. It didn't really give uh, boyfriend vibes. And I didn't really get much out of the conversation. It was fine. But I held the conversation. My back hurts from holding the conversation. I, it wasn't a match. I knew it wasn't a match as soon as he said his ex-girlfriend like two times and kept talking about her. There was other things he said that didn't, inconsistencies, okay? Like that didn't make sense. But I was just listening. I'm like, okay. All right, all right. Well, let, you want to get going? And he's like, yeah. We finished eating pretty fast. I think the date was like an hour and like 15 minutes because there was nobody at the restaurant. So we got everything super quick. Walks me to my car. He's like, it was really nice meeting you. Like, it was really nice meeting you. Thank you for coming out here. Get in my car, go home, call Angela, tell her about it. She's like, you don't sound impressed. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I get home and I text him because he told me to text me when you get home. I text him. I was like, hey, I'm home. Um, thank you so much again for dinner. He's like, oh my gosh, I still have like 30 minutes to go and puts like a face. And I'm thinking to myself like, you came out here. Why are you complaining? Nadie te dijo que viniera. Tú me invitaste. You knew where I lived. And honestly, that was another turnoff because I'm thinking, you knew where I lived. Nadie te forzó que vinieras. Tú quisiste venir, me quisiste sacar. Why are we having this conversation? And then he goes, I'm going to sleep. And I knew in that moment that that's the last time I was going to hear from him because he wasn't going to hear from me. And I'm pretty sure we both knew que no era un match. So I was right. I didn't hear back from him on Monday. And then Tuesday came. I went on Hinge. And I unmatched him and other guys that I was that were on there that the conversation didn't go anywhere or it just died. Tell me why, like a couple hours later, I get a message from him and I'm like, I saw the number. I don't save their numbers and I saw the number and I'm like, ew, why is he texting me? It's gonna be some awkward like conversation. Sure enough, this is what it said. Hey, hope your day is going well. So I never know how to approach this after the first date, lol. I like your vibe and what you're about. You're super chill. I'm still dating, as I'm sure you are. So I don't want to try and string you along because that's not what I'm about. And I'm also not about ghosting you because I know your time is valuable, so I very much appreciate you going to dinner with me. So with that being said, we can be friends or you can just ghost me. Or for all I know, you already made the decision to ghost me. So freaking awkward to say that. When I got the message, I'm like, it wasn't necessary, bro. We both get it. And I wasn't going to respond, but I was feeling petty because I was bored. And I said, oh, I'm glad you feel that way because the feeling is mutual. And then he responds with like, you're so funny. I was starting to think that girls weren't humorous and I, you're really easy to talk to. We should be friends. And can I have the name of your podcast? And I didn't respond to that because no, I don't want friends. I already have friends. I'm not on hinge to make friends. And it just got me really discouraged from the dating apps because I haven't met anyone that's emotionally available on there. I feel like these guys are going through breakups and they're looking for a distraction or a therapist. 
And it's just not for me. It really isn't. I don't have time to be going back and forth. Like I want to meet someone organically. So that's the update on my love life. And also I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about how our dating lives right now are so Sahara Desert. <laughs> it's dry out here. And I jokingly said, I need some drama. I miss this guy I used to date because he was drama. I haven't talked to him in like a year and a half, maybe. No me acuerdo. It's been a long time. Tell me why that night I get a text message from him and he's like, hey, are you married yet? Y yo acá, like, no, I'm not married, are you? And this mother effer decides to tell me, no, I'm not married, but I do have a girl and I live with her, but I'm pissed off at her. And that's why he was texting me. Can you believe that? I think this was a reminder from God and saying like, girl, don't be wishing no exes to come back into your life. So I learned my lesson and I'm not gonna wish on anybody from my past to come because we don't recycle men out here, okay? I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I heard this on TikTok. I said it to a couple people and the girl was saying, when you take out the trash, do you go check on it? No, right? So don't be checking on your exes or your ex-flings or whoever. Leave it in the past, okay? So on this week's episode, I wanted to talk about friendship breakups. And I already did a part one to this. I have been through a lot of friendship breakups. I used to think that there was something wrong with me because I had a couple friendship breakups when I was younger, like in high school, in college. In my adult life, it happened probably in my mid-20s, but I'm 33 now and it happened last year to me. So I was 32 when it happened. The thing about friendship breakups is that you don't expect these things to happen because I feel like I've matured a lot, obviously, from being in my 20s, being in my teens. So I have a good picker. I thought I had a good picker on friends that I surround myself with because I like to surround myself with people who are positive and just we support each other and we're not haters and no somos envidiosas and we want everybody to win and those are the type of friends that I thought I had a whole group of them but there was one friend who was an undercover hater <laughs> And I wasn't ready to talk about it because I was still processing the emotions and I am a very emotional person so I didn't want to say the wrong thing and it's something that happened that, like I said, friendship breakups, you don't expect them. When you get in a romantic relationship, you do expect that a breakup could happen. But with friends, it's totally different. You feel like these, especially girlfriends, us girls, we share so much stuff with each other. So guys don't get that because guys sometimes are surface level. They're like, what's up, bro? Let's go have some drinks together. And with girls, like we share our deepest, darkest secrets, our insecurities, and we're very open. And sometimes I feel like when I trust somebody, I'm a little too open and not that there's anything wrong with that, but I definitely learned my lesson with this friendship breakup of being careful with what I share with people because not everyone is there to root for you or to be there for you when things are good, when things are bad. Sometimes people just like to be there for you, to say they're there for you, and also 
when your life starts going well, like in this instant for me, when my life started getting better, this friend started getting further and further away from me. But I felt like when my life was in shambles, this person was there for me. Like she was a person that I would cry to, that was there for me when I needed her. And I appreciate that. I will never not appreciate that, but I was so shocked to what happened to me. So let me share my story. So I was friends with this person for a couple years and it was around the time where I had problems with my dad. I had relationship problems. This person helped me and I was this little hurt person that she took in and I felt super grateful. I was very thankful, became like a family friend and I invited to my family functions and just felt like it was someone that was very close to me. And I do take into consideration that we're all human and we make mistakes and sometimes we say some things that can be hurtful and we don't think that they can, but this person once told me that she didn't see me getting married to anybody, that she sees me in a house by myself and just living alone. And I'm not gonna lie, that stung because I thought to myself, am I meant to be alone? And I started second guessing myself, but at the same time, I thought, why would this person who knows that I want to have a partner and I want to get married and I want to have children say this to me? I really sat on that for a while. I did talk to my mom and I asked her, do you think I'm overreacting? That was kind of mean to say, right? And my mom thought, I don't think she meant that. Like that sound, that doesn't sound like something she would think or wish upon you. And I just kind of brushed it off and thought maybe she's just having a bad day or she didn't realize the type of thing that she said. Whatever. I moved on and I started noticing that every time I talked about dating or seeing a different guy, she was very negative about it, where to my other friends were like hyping me up, saying, yeah, girl, go get it, you know? And this person was like, you should spend more time alone. And then if I had other friends, they would make comments like, oh, you're over there with your new friend and things like that. But this person was kind of a person that joked around all the time. So I didn't really think much of it. I thought she was just being funny. And also in the beginning when I started my podcast, I was very, very supportive and just always reposting. But I noticed that when my podcast started gaining traction, she stopped. And I didn't think much of it, but that, you know, now I had listeners, so she didn't have to promote it. And just little things here and there happen. I don't remember because you guys know I have a horrible memory. But these are the last things that happened between us that really made me want to end this friendship. So last year, I went to Mexico City again. Last time I went with my mom, my sister, and I, we went for a birthday trip. And before that, I had gone to a Bad Bunny concert and, you know, I talk about breaking generational curses or parentification and different subjects in the Latino community that have that I've experienced and that many of you have experienced as well. I went to Mexico, was having a great time. As we're boarding back to come back, uh, my sister goes on TikTok and this video appears 
And it's that friend. And she made this video saying how she didn't relate to being Latina. She said she didn't like Bad Bunny. She doesn't like visiting Mexico. She doesn't get offended when people have like microaggressions. Like basically every subject that I've ever covered on my podcast, she says she couldn't relate to. And it's one thing to not relate to it, but don't pretend like you do. So when my sister saw this video, she said, did you see this video that this person posted? And I said, no, I haven't gone on my phone. So my sister and I watched it before the plane took off. And, you know, we don't pay for Wi-Fi. So I was trying to watch it because she's like, I cannot believe this. And I watched it. And as I watched it, I was crushed. Um, I felt like this person was attacking everything I ever talked about. And I didn't expect it, especially from someone who's so close to me. And I, you know, sent it to another friend and I'm like, what do you think? And then she said she is talking about everything you talk about and basically saying she doesn't agree with anything. And there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with what I have to say. But when a good friend of mine that supposedly related to all the things I talk about and was extremely supportive over over the podcast and goes on social media, makes a video for more people to see. Never, you know, I would have loved to have this person say, hey, I don't agree with anything. I don't relate to anything. It would have been a very good episode to record with this person about not agreeing with anything I say. You know, having, we don't all have to agree, but to go behind my back when you've I don't know, been very supportive on the subjects I've covered and make a video about it saying that you don't like Bad Bunny and you don't like to go to Mexico. I had just came back from a Bad Bunny concert. I had just came back from Mexico and I felt like it was an attack on me. And I sat on it because I'm like, no, this person could never. I was so conflicted. I was like, there's no way, no way this person did this. Like, this is not true. But it was. It was on video. Um, I kept watching it. I kept watching it. I, I even had gone to drinks with my guy cousins and I consulted with them. I said, hey, like, am I being emotional? Because you guys know I'm an emotional person, but this person did this. And they're like, dude, she's literally talking about everything you've ever done. And if my siblings and my cousins, who I confide in a lot, felt that way and they're not as emotional as I am, then I was right. And when I came back, I was very distant from this person. I remember that it was my birthday, so they came, they gave me all these gifts, which was very nice of them. And um, I just felt like it was overcompensating. And some might say like, oh, you're an ungrateful bee, whatever, but it just didn't feel genuine. There's something in my heart that it just felt forced. And I wasn't ready to confront her about it. I I honestly, like, I've been very, when something like this happens to me, I sit on it. Because back in the past, like, if you guys have been listening to my podcast, you guys know I was a very, I would react so quick to, like, people pissing me off. And sometimes I say things that I don't mean. But the new healed version of me is, sits on it, thinks about it, and you know, I plan how I approach situations. And 
I kind of just told my mom, like, I don't know what to do. She's like, well, she was always there for you, but, you know, this is pretty shitty that she did, and you just kind of have to distance yourself, and that's what I did. I didn't want it to end on a bad note. I just, you know, I wasn't going to trust this person like I used to, and that was that. Days go by, and I, before that, actually, something else happened, um, she went on Instagram and said how Aries people are very competitive. That she has a couple Aries in her life and I was one of them. And I don't think that I'm a competitive person whatsoever. So I asked her, I was like, why are you saying that I'm competitive? Are you talking about me? She's like, yeah, you're super competitive. And you guys, I'm like the least competitive person. I honestly don't even like to participate in anything because I don't like attention on me. I know it sounds weird, but this is how I've been. I don't like anything that like we're focusing on attention on me. Although I do have a podcast now, I've grown into this. And this is something that for my whole life, I never like to be center of attention. I never like eyes on me. It's changing now, but you know, so I'm not competitive. We're all here. We could all do the same thing, and we're all gonna do it different. Like my dad used to always tell me, "Una mona se puede poner el mismo vestido y no se mira igual" or something like that. But it's true. I'm not competitive. So I was like, "Why are you talking about me like that?" Like I'm not competitive. She's like, "Yeah, when you go to a job interview, you try really hard." Like no shit, it's a fucking job interview. Of course, I'm gonna try hard. And I just felt like, why would you go on social media and say that? So that was like strike one. The second video was strike two. And then the third thing that happened was on one of my earlier podcasts, I had said something like, oh, I read something in an article where blah, blah, blah. Talked about it, okay? She sends me this long message about how she listened to my podcast and that I should be quoting all the articles and like giving the person credit because she doesn't want me to get sued. At the time, I had like 100 listeners, (laughs) Like, it wasn't gonna happen. And I just thought, like, why are you nitpicking? Like, quien te pregunto, nadie te pregunto. And I I think that's where I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with having this person that's, like, constantly criticizing me and talking shit about everything I do, who, quote-unquote, is my friend, but is going out there and talking smack on social media, hasn't even confronted me about it, and I just felt like it was just this hate coming out of nowhere. Como envidia. And my mom's like, es envidiosa. And I'm like, no, she's not. Like, ¿quién me tiene envidia a mí? And I just kept saying, like, there's no way. No, she's not. She's not. She's not. And finally, like, after that comment, like, I, at that time, I was at brunch with one of my friends. And I was like, am I overreacting? And the friend was telling me no you're not overreacting this is something that she's been doing to get at you and you know you have to draw the line here so again I didn't message that person back I when I got that message I was like what the fuck like no so pasaron como dos o tres días she messaged me again and was like hey you're I know you're actively ignoring me at this point blah 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 if I said something about criticizing your podcast like it wasn't that I was just trying to look out for you and all this stuff. So finally, I sent a message like telling this person like, hey, you said this about me being lonely. You said this about me being competitive. You went and made a video and basically shit on everything I was talking about. And I don't appreciate that. A true friend wouldn't do that. I would never do that to you. And I feel very disrespected and I don't know where to go. So something along those lines. And this person responded saying, 
wow, I, after like basically saying after all I've done for you, this is how you're going to treat me. And we all know that you don't like conflict and you like to run away from it. And this is like her attacking me with times I have been vulnerable with this person. And at that point, I was just angry. I was just like, screw this. And what's funny is that I had gone to this networking event and it was a bunch of successful women that started businesses and they were saying how, you know, you're going to find who your true friends are as you keep succeeding. And it felt like so perfect at the time. So I remember asking the question, like, have you guys ever lost any like close friends that you had once you started your careers, your businesses? And did it affect you? Because at the time I was really conflicted on, this was before we had our last conversation. And I actually talked to Melissa Rios, who's one of the co-hosts in 93.9, the radio station. And she told me, I heard you ask that question. And I was wondering why you wasted your time asking that question when you could have asked any other question. And she told me, you're going to have to grow some thick skin because there's going to be haters everywhere. And you're going to have even family, you're going to have your closest friends, and they're not going to want you to win. And you're going to have to get over that. And I was just like, what? And here I am meeting this like cool ass radio host. And I'm over here crying like a little baby. Like, it's just because she's like, I know you're hurt. She's like, I see it. But you're going to have to grow some tough skin. And that conversation really helped me because I was like, wow, this happens to everybody. And after we had that conversation and she basically threw like all my insecurities in my face about like not me, not wanting to confront stuff. And sometimes people say like, oh, you're immature for blocking people and um, you don't want closure. No, I don't because I don't need the closure. If I would have got closure from that person, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. It would have been basically agree to disagree or whatever we would have just moved past it sometimes it's okay to block people because they don't want the best for you after that conversation I ended up blocking this person from every avenue of contacting me and it was just not worth it for me it wasn't worth it because I am the type of person that once you hurt me that deep, especially when I was super vulnerable with you, I trusted you with my insecurities, with my traumas, and you go back and be an envidiosa. And I was super torn about it because we share mutual friends and I didn't want to put my friends in between and I didn't tell anybody anything but I stayed quiet for a long time. I I just wasn't ready to talk about it. But this person went on and like talked about it and said their version of the story. And I wanted to say my version. And I'm not here to drag her. I'm just here to say that you have to be careful about who you surround yourself with. Sometimes they are envidiosas. And this person started copying everything I was doing. Um, I was told by multiple people, I was sent screenshots, um, basically just anything I did, this person did, and it was a little creepy at first, but after I just, like, ignored it, I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it, this person's gonna keep doing it, and she's just trying to get a reaction out of me, and that's not something that I'm gonna be part of, because I don't have time to be doing shit like that, I have more important stuff to do, and you just realize that... (sighs) Like I said, you got to be careful about who you surround with yourself with. 
And everything happens for a reason. It happened when it needed to happen. I appreciate this person that was there for me when I needed her. Uh, Unfortunately, it just changed overnight. And I would never do that to anybody. So... That, this person hurt me pretty bad and I, I forgive. I just don't forget. And when I don't forget, I can't have the same relationship with you I had at one time. And this was something, like I said, I didn't see coming. I thought this person was going to be in my life forever. You know, it was a process. It was a process. You grieve the friendship. You get angry. You get over it. And right now, I feel okay. I feel at peace. Um, I think that me... Just cutting off communication was the best thing that I could do. It's just a lesson to be learned that sometimes people who are around you, they come from the same place. If they see you doing better, se le da envidia. La gente le da envidia. And you gotta be careful about what you share. And friendship breakups do hurt. Because like I said, us women, we share a lot of shit. Like, you know, you're there for the person when they're going through it. And... It's not surface level. You get to know somebody and they confide in you and you confide in them. Pero mucha gente nomás le gusta saber que te está yendo mal so they could feel like, oh, my life is better. And I definitely have had these friendship breakups happen. If you haven't listened to part one, um, go listen to part one. I don't even remember what I shared. But just know that some people are not meant to be in your life forever, and that's okay. Sometimes it's just to teach you a lesson, just like relationships. Friendships are the same way, and yes, it hurts, and sometimes you miss them. And it's okay to grieve that friendship. It's okay to feel heartbroken, but you got to move past it. They're only meant to be in the chapter of your life. They're not meant to be in the whole book. Um, I did a poll on Instagram about how many people have had a friendship breakup and 581 people said they've been through it, 26 said they haven't been through it. So a lot of people have been through it. I asked why they happened and here are some of the answers I got. Most of it was not reciprocating the same energy or once they get into a relationship, things change. Um, I'm not a people pleaser anymore. So this friend didn't respect my boundaries, we grew apart, I no longer could be her wing woman and thought that my spouse didn't like her because I brought out something that person told me, now she's mad. So a lot of communication, ambedia, someone that got a better job and then she didn't like that. There was always a competition. She wasn't a consistent or truthful friend. Um, what else? There was backstabbing. Because I felt like love and empathy wasn't being reciprocated, but I realized we just grew differently. Sometimes as you grow older, you become a different person. That also can be a reason why friendships end. A lot of people felt like it was a one-sided friendship where the other person wasn't there for them. Communication, it was always one-sided. A lot of miscommunication. Uh, Businesses didn't work out. I always told myself that she wouldn't do this to me, but I saw all the red flags since the beginning of how she treated other people. We outgrew each other. They got a boyfriend. She was messaging my boyfriend. Yes, we don't need those girls. Um, Another one is for calling out her cheating man, her thinking I was jealous of her friendship. Sometimes some friends are not open to you telling them and being honest. And honestly... Honestly, honestly, 
I am super honest with my friends, and if you can't handle all my honesty, we shouldn't be friends. She was messing with my ex. Ooh, that's a trash friend. Uh, took my credit card and bought, bought stuff and maxed it out. Wow, this one's bad. Friendship seemed one-sided. It was more like a ghosted. My BFF will steal money from me. She once stole all my two weeks paycheck. Wow, that's horrible. So sorry for that. Because she was jealous of my friendship with my third, with the third girl in our group. Yes, I can see that. That's happened to me before. Our lives just started going separate ways, which I knew why. The reason she just cut me off. I didn't tell her that her sister's boyfriend was flirting with me. Oh yeah, that can be a tough spot to be in. She broke into my house and stole my... What? I didn't read the rest of that. It got cut off. But I'm sorry your house got broken into by your friend. They blocked me. I still don't know why. Too many lies. Lack of communication. Effort is key in a relationship, not just romantic. Totally agree. I got tired of being belittled all the time. You definitely don't need friends that are negative like that. My best friend of 10 years ghosted me after I told her she couldn't sneak into my house. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's too long to explain, but yes. (laughs) Not being supportive. Typically over a toxic relationship, the friend was in that I couldn't support. She got mad at me for not going out with her one time, then spread rumors about me. I caught her talking to my ex. Too much drama on her end. I just want peace. Different places of our lives. I outgrew the friendship. I wanted to surround myself with like-minded people. I asked my friend not to do something and she did it anyways. Never really good friends to each other. So we weren't putting effort. Immaturity stopped. Inviting me places. Uh, What else? Because I didn't go to her daughter's quince during the height of COVID. Oh, that's horrible. I got so many answers on this. I was actually shocked because I didn't think that many people could relate to it. But yes, a lot of us have been through friendship breakups. And yes, they do suck. Pero es mejor que estar sola que mal acompañada. And that's in a friendship and a relationship. You don't want toxic friends. I asked, do you feel at peace after the relationship ended? 322 people said yes. 163 said no. I also asked, did you think this relationship would end? 98 people said yes. 397 said no. So like I said, it's never expected for a friendship breakup to happen. And then I asked if it hurt more than a breakup with a significant other. 295 said yes. 196 said no. And I asked if they felt like their relationship ended because of jealousy. 236 said yes. 162 said no. And I appreciate everyone sharing your answers with me. I wanted to do this episode just basically to give myself therapy, first of all. And second of all, just to say that it happens. It keeps on happening throughout your life. And you're just going to have to grow some tough skin, like Melissa Rio said. And I definitely have grew some tough skin. And I don't dwell on it. It sucks. And you just move on. You move on. Life goes on. I feel like I said, everyone's in your life for a reason. If you go through a friendship breakup, nothing's wrong with you unless you were the one that caused it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like I used to think I couldn't keep friends. I had that thought in my head. But one thing about me is that I'm very genuine and I cannot fake the funk. Like even the other day, my coworker was telling me, you know, you have a good poker face, but with your eyes, I could tell what you're thinking. I could tell when you're annoyed 
And I am not the type of person that can be fake. I can't and it's not something that I want to be. I'm just my original self and if they like it, if people like it, bien. Y si no les gusta, I, I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And not every friendship is meant to last forever. I'm okay with that. I've made peace with this a long time ago. I just didn't think it was going to happen again. But like I said, you never expect it. It happens. Your feelings are valid if you're hurt. But move on. And cherish those memories you had. I had a lot of good memories with this person. We had a lot of freaking hysterical moments. And at the time, it was a good friendship. It just, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's stuff that goes on in other people's lives that we don't know about. And they're just deflecting or, no sé, la mera verdad. Yo no, I, I don't want to analyze somebody, but I was completely shocked. And that's my side of the story. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I talked a lot but that's what I usually do. <laughs> um, I hope you have an amazing week. Don't forget summer's around the corner and wear your sunscreen because I didn't and Rose, please don't yell at me. <laughs> and I got such a horrible tan. Anyways, have a wonderful week. Enjoy it. I will talk to you guys soon. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram, on TikTok. Go to YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube, and then on Spotify, make sure you hit the little bell so it notifies you when you have a new episode. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye!